Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. We're back to back episodes. Back to back. It's a um, treat. This is a really great week for you all. I know. We're so kind. We're so kind and giving to our wonderful listeners. We really appreciate all of you. Um, but we're back. Yeah, we had a Bachelor episode last night. Um, we have more Bachelor in Paradise announcements. And we have the Emmy nominations. So it's been a big day. It has. Um, and it's only Tuesday. And it's only Tuesday. And I feel like something else happened that was relevant, but maybe I'm just making things up. Hmm. Like it's rumored oh, big time rush is getting back together. I don't think that that's what you were referring wasn't what to. I was referencing, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the whole Addison Ray thing, two of them. Oh. First there was whole, her whole tweet, but then there was other the other thing, this video of her, this UFC fight greeting Donald Trump. And she like yeah. walks up from behind. It's not even like, it's not even like they like ran into each other. You know, like they were like, it was inevitable. They got introduced or something like she like goes out of her way to like walk up to him, like, hi, I'm Addison. Like, I just had to come say hi. Yeah. She said she had to say hi to him, which I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> personally. I feel like that's someone I wouldn't have to say hi to. Yeah. So that wasn't girly's best. There's um, a lot of famous people or like, even like D-list celebrities who I would be like, yes, I'm going to say hi to them. But like, he's definitely not, he's one, not of one of them. No. Yeah. Um. So that's not. Yeah. That wasn't her best look. Once again, her journalism thing. I don't know. She's just annoying. The journalism <laughs> thing. I actually talked with a really good friend of mine who is also like pursuing broadcast journalism. Okay. So give it a. Give it, give it a oh, rundown. Yeah. So basically Addison Wright tweeted a picture of her. She got this broadcasting gig with UFC and Addison Ray, the TikToker, the TikTok star. You're listening to this and you don't know who Addison Ray is. Like, I'm <laughs> we discussed her. in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paradise Anyways. Hotel is like our niche listeners, but like Addison, Addison Ray is probably is- just <laughs> basic. <laughs> so Addison Ray, she tweeted something like, I went to three months of broadcast journalism school for this, for this moment. Um, and basically she had gone to LSU and dropped out when she became famous on TikTok and people like journalism, Twitter lost their freaking minds. Now I unfortunately am on journalism Twitter because I worked at a newspaper. So I follow a lot of journalist people. It's a hellhole. And um, Addison had no way of knowing that journalism Twitter is terrible. It's terrible. It really is. Objectively, it's terrible. Um, anyways, so she tweets this and gets like sort of absolutely flamed. Slaughtered. People were like, you know, we work our all of our lives and like four years and I pay $70,000 to get these opportunities. And Addison Ray gets them because she's on TikTok. And frankly, I just feel like, all right. Yeah, maybe Addison Ray shouldn't have gone in, but it's also not Addison Ray's fault. And like maybe her tweet, like I thought her tweet was funny and also she seemed to be making fun of herself. You know, she was saying like, oh my God, like I got this, but I only did three, you know, like it was a joke. Yeah. And she knew she wasn't like, she hadn't done it. Um, And I felt like she was poking fun at herself and then everyone was mad. And she was like, no, I'm literally making fun of myself. <laughs> and I also think if she hadn't gotten it, it's this, they weren't going to give it. They weren't going to just, these they weren't hiring mad. someone. They weren't going to give it to you. Yeah. They weren't going to post. Yeah. Like, UFC like pretty girl per position like I don't even know what they were supposed to do but I don't even know what the position was but like all the people that were mad I was like girly pop like 
you're not getting it. They're not like, oh, hey, undergrad at the University of Tampa, do you want a job? Right. Because I've got one, you know, like if it wasn't Addison Wright, it was going to be. Oh my gosh. Name another like C-list celebrity who's fairly pretty and can hold a microphone. Um, And yeah, she got lucky, but like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Logically, I agree with you. (laughs) Because as we've said, I like to think about the behind the scenes but i don't know why um that tweet really bothered me i feel like either the first time you read the tweet you read it as a joke or you read it seriously and if you read it seriously the first time it would be hard to see it as anything other than annoying but the first time i read it i thought she was kidding so Um, i was like oh ha 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 and then when i realized she actually had gotten a job i was like oh that's still kind of funny But I think if you, I like, if the first time I'd read it, I thought that was actually her announcing a job, I would have taken it differently. Because it was just the one that, I don't know why. Like, I understand it's her, like her agent was like, oh, UFC wants to hire you. And she was like, like, I know that, but I don't know. I still think it's annoying if you're trying to break it. I think it's frustrating to see people get opportunity. Like, should the world work that just because she's famous, she gets this really great opportunity? Right. No. But that's what happens. Yeah. Do I fault her specifically? Not really. No. I also do think I wonder if someone like had tweeted that that wasn't like what if you know um Bryce Hall tweets that or some like white kid or white right. or not white kid like a, a male tweets that like are we gonna how do we feel about that you know like I right. just, sometimes I'm like is this about you know was it really about Addison or is right. it about the fact that Addison's a woman you know and if some like I don't know David Dobrik had been like I went to like Three months of journals and oh my God. this would we have done that maybe but that's also because he has a horrible reputation recently um but that's a little side note on addison right because what we were really going to talk about <laughs> is the bachelorette we got we got sidetracked yeah but she lost the job anyways and now she, and likes, she did now she's concerned confirmed that she likes donald trump so i actually don't care if it was a yeah. joke or not and i'm fine i don't know why i don't like her i have no reason not to like her mm-hmm. i really don't like, I think she just gives off a very innocent vibe. And then she's actually a mean girl behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Her. She doesn't give you. I think Charlie D'Amelio seems nice. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Which obviously you can't tell anything from a minute no, I agree of a with TikTok. That. But I think Charlie D'Amelio seems nice. And Addison doesn't. Yeah. And also, like, we don't have to like every celebrity, you know, like, I, know. I can just dislike them because I think they're annoying. Like, you are totally allowed to be like, you know what? <laughs> I think Addison Rae seems annoying. And I don't <laughs> like her. Like, I don't like Matthew McConaughey because the first time I ever interacted with him, I know, like, knew I was him. like, hold on. Yeah, you know when I met Matthew. But like the first time I ever knew of Matthew McConaughey, it was when he'd done Dallas Buyers Club. Mm. And he was like so thin from that role. And he was like, all right, all right, all right. And, yeah. Like, he just grossed me out. Like, I just thought he was so uh-huh. creepy and I've never gotten over it. Like, I still really, really, really don't like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Like, it's literally like completely arbitrary. And I yeah. feel like, you know what? We have rights in this country, and my I have a right to just randomly not like Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> which no I have reason. a lot that I dislike. That'll be a whole other episode. We just yeah, come prepared with lists like, of like five celebrities, like, and this is the really niche reason why. Yeah, <laughs> um, like Jennifer Lawrence from that one time she corrected the guy the, at the media thing with the guy that was reading. You know what I'm talking about? So there's like Jennifer Lawrence at an award show. She like told. A reporter to get off his phone she like interrupted him was, like, oh with the golden phone. globes or yeah. something yeah i could keep going i mean i really could like name a celebrity ben, different ben i love jennifer lawrence interesting interesting 
Ben Affleck. I could tell you why I don't like him. Okay, we can. We, we know about Ben Affleck. People I don't like <laughs> Ben Affleck. There is a lot of really good reasons <laughs> to not like Ben Affleck. Um, okay. Thank God we actually haven't had to talk about him in a couple weeks. Right. Let's not J-Lo start. They've been hit, they've been on whatever. the DL. On the DL. They've retreated into her, his. I guess the trash can where Anna de Armas is kind of is. All right. So I actually took notes yesterday while we were watching because I had so oh. many things I wanted to say. I know, okay. I know. I was just, I was passionately watching. I'm going to be so, honest. I almost cried. I, I mm. She cried. No, okay. I almost did. I cried last week. I almost did okay. this week. All right. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to disagree. This is another thing we're going to disagree on. <laughs> and I know what you're going to say. When Connor left, I threw a party. I threw a party. <laughs> That was when I almost cried. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was alone. I was alone on my couch. So like by saying a throw a party, I texted yay in all caps to a couple of different people. But oh like, my gosh. But I think he's weird, but I think he's weird because he's genuine. Okay. I just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. I just, it's, it's the live music. It's really the music thing. Like, Anna can't, huh? Anna has an avert the way like people have an aversion to like deep ocean water anna has an aversion to live animation musicians yes (laughs) i cannot do like i cannot do it like i will walk into a restaurant if there is a man strumming a guitar i will turn around and walk out maybe example i have done this example is my birthday two weeks ago we walk into a bar we walk out because there was live music it was we were there for like 12 seconds Anna said, no, 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 no. We have I to go. I can't do it. And I just like, it's so, like, I can't, like, it makes me, what? I cannot do it. And so his whole, like, strumming the guitar thing, like, right off the bat, like, mm. no, you're out. You're out. Like, okay, but. I've been a math teacher from Nashville that didn't insist. And he's from Nashville, which is the hub of, you know, he does that shit right. all the time. because He does. Nashville. Have you seen his Instagram? No, you don't stalk these men on Instagram. My favorite pastime during a bachelor or bachelorette (laughs) season. I love a good stock. I love to see if they're going to provide any details. So Um, yeah, I was excited. I also think in the end it was nice to see, not nice, but like it's cool to see that Katie does send people home. Like she's like, okay, well this isn't working. Like I feel like she is feeling really respectful to herself and to her contestants Mm -hmm. in the season. And I really think that like all the contestants getting along, like we keep saying like, oh my God, they all love each other. That's not like a coincidence. No, I feel like there's not, it's not a coincidence that Katie's season when she is so lovely Mm -hmm. has a bunch of contestants that are lovely to each other. I was thinking about that today. This has been my fit. I've watched what, like almost if we're including like paradise, I don't know. I've watched almost like eight seasons now. This is my favorite season. Oh, for sure. Me too. Yeah. This has been like, I would want to watch again. People think that this season is boring. And I think it's because people aren't fighting. I mean, there's yeah. obviously still drama. You're going to create drama every season. But like, I, th- I it's like nice I know, to watch. I'm getting to know Katie really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I know the men well. I'm getting to know the men. Except Justin on his date. He got robbed. Right. We still want him on the pod though. Justin, <laughs> come on the pod and take this opportunity right. to tell us about yourself. He was on Bachelor Happy Hour this morning. Which I was kind I of like, mm, you could have been on your smallest pond. <laughs> yeah. No respect for the hometown. Um, but yeah, right. I feel like this has been a really, really good season. Yeah. And I do, I just think that like, it can't be a coincidence that you have season after season after season of people being horrible to one another. Yeah. And then a season with a tight knit group of guys who like sob when each other leave and like 
Genuinely. Michael A. kissed Connor on the cheek when he left. It was like, adorable. That like, it's I don't know if it's that Katie set an expectation early mm-hmm. or that she just got rid of all the guys that were problematic. So like she actually did. I mean, Everyone, did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she just like I feel like I don't know. I'm gonna sound. My mom always says this about like toddlers, but like you would get what you expect. Like if you expect a lot from people, like they will give it to mm-hmm. you. And I feel like Katie expects her men to be good and like to be kind to each other and that's all it takes for them to do that and the expecting a lot thing well okay so in case we didn't mention it connor b gets sent home by katie after their one-on-one yes Mm -hmm. cat connor after their one-on-one date it was kind of heartbreaking like for some anna yeah (laughs) anna was not um just as i differed in addison right anna is differing in connor b (laughs) but connor's going home um spoiler he will be on paradise though yeah um But then, no, I think it's good. He has so many low-buttoned shirts he's made for the oh, beach. Oh, God. Um, I really hope that before Paradise, though, he's learned to button it up. Like, just just one more. Just, 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 just a little bit more. <laughs> but Katie having an expectation of her men takes us into the beginning of the episode for the... She made Caitlin and Tasha implement what she called the Whoa Whoa Challenge. Whoa Whoa Challenge, which stands for something, but they had to blurt out like over half the yeah. words in it. So I don't know what it stands for. Oh, I know what it stands for. Should I say it? Sure. That didn't, that wasn't convincing. No. Yeah, sure. You should. <laughs> it stood for week off, whack off. Oh, that's good. That's good. So the okay. men weren't allowed to, in Katie's words, perform self-care for a week to see. Why did they do Like, okay, sure. I don't know. I was like, like confused. Yeah. Okay. Um, Blake was absolutely having a, spasm about he this was cam in early episodes of too hot to handle <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh for all too hot to handle fans well it was funny because people were making too hot to handle references on twitter after caitlin came in and said that like the men yeah. couldn't do this for the week everyone was like i had no idea i was watching too hot to handle tonight yeah, literally <laughs> i thought um, it was like random i was like okay yeah but then of course we have so many good reactions from the men it's all edited together but like we have connor b kind of like questioning greg was greg did a gym and looked directly into the camera kind of with freaked out (laughs) eyes and then he looked back quickly um michael a just kind of like held his chest and was like "Mm mm-hmm michael a strikes me as the kind of person who would never talk about that on live television no well just like like, so when the the group date michael a was on the group date and the drag queens who are like hosting the date come out michael a was like we had these beautiful powerful drag queens hosting our date and i was like oh and meanwhile blake goes i don't know if i'm supposed to be attracted to them or not i was like all right i'm seeing a difference in maturity levels yeah so speaking of actually that's funny because i feel like i was gonna say that i think kate katie i don't know why i said they called her kate oh blake (laughs) kate Katie <laughs> has like has like a young I don't like to say schoolgirl but like a young love crush on Blake in a way that feels not yes. sustainable to me. I don't think they could end up together. Yeah, like they seem to really like each other and they have a lot of chemistry and I could see them like dating in real life and like hitting it off but like the idea that she would marry him especially like if that was his reaction to the drag queens and like things like that like he just seems to have not quite gotten onto katie's level of maturity and right. i think that's maybe like why i like michael a for her the best mm-hmm. because he seems the most mature for her i have a bad feeling he is going to he's on leave the way out. yeah because of his son 
Have yeah. you, did you see that clip in the super tease? Oh yeah. Yeah. And well, I think we, we talked we about that last week. last week, but yeah. like, well, not last week, yesterday, but <laughs> we filmed I, it last week. Like really hope that they, I just really want it to be him. Like I yeah. really am like championing, championing. No. What is my problem? Champion, championing, <laughs> championing, championing them. <laughs> Weirdly though, I will say this season, usually like, I'm like, all right, these are the four I think will make it to hometowns and I think they'll be eliminated in the following order and mm-hmm. that person will lose. Yes. I actually couldn't do that this season. No, which is another reason I think I'm liking it. Really it's surprising. Yeah, it's genuinely fun to, it's kind of not fun when you're like, yeah, we've known that she was going to have like, you know, Becca was going to have Jason, Blake, Garrett. Right. And Colton in the final four since mm-hmm. like week three. Week two, you know? yeah. So um, speaking of, Jason was on the last I was, episode. I was going to say, oh, Jason Tardick. Is my favorite person in Bachelor Nation, hands down. I literally was about to say that. Like he is the number, like my number one. Every time, I don't even. He he could he can do no wrong. No wrong. No wrong. He's so great. Although, so shout out Riley Hilton. Um, we were watching together last night. Parallel, but so Caitlin and for everyone who doesn't know, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick are engaged. And so, since Caitlin's hosting the season, Jason came on for a double date with Connor B and Katie. And then after Connor B's date, before even the dinner portion, Katie goes to his room and breaks up with him, which is parallel to when Jason and Becca were on their fantasy suite date in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And Jason like made a comment and Becca broke up with him at the dinner portion of the date. So Riley and I think Jason's bad luck. They were like walking down the steps. It was so awkward. He said something about their children. And she was like, but you know, I feel like sometimes it just takes that a moment of realization and he's happy now. And well, that's what Katie said about Connor B. She was like, it was really the kiss. And then Connor was crying in his ITM and he said, um, he goes, am I really that bad of a kisser? I did not catch that. <laughs> I was like, oh God, Connor. <laughs> Sorry, guys on paradise. He's a, the interesting thing about, well, I'll get to that in a second. Let's stay, stick to this episode. Um, okay. The group date was awkward. Yeah, what did they even do? I don't know. It was supposed to be... Oh, the drag queen thing. I totally... Yeah, it was supposed to be a debate, like a roasting debate, kind of like making fun of each other. But then the men didn't want to make fun of each other, except for Aaron, James, and Brendan wanted to murder hunters. Yeah, and then Hunter kind of got the last laugh. Yeah. I have comments. Okay. Um, My primary one was... And we spend... You know, you and I talk about this a lot. We spend a lot of time, I spend a lot of time thinking about why the bachelor is doing the things that they're doing mm-hmm. and w- what are the politics of having the drag queens on the bachelorette like what do you I mean like i don't know like that's a big like i don't know i think it's not just having a guest like drag queens like that's a political right decision you know especially like, black drag queens is black men who dress up as women and are mm-hmm. very queer and very out and i'm like having a hard time just like under trying to understand the motivation from the franchise to do that. Cause like, they don't do things. They don't just like, what would be fun? You know, like (laughs) they think these things through and they decided let's do this thing. That's very, you know, queer and like, you know, yeah. Drag Queens are not something you see on TV all the time. And honestly, like in the last couple of years have probably become a lot more normal, but when they're also rarely on cable, like ABC is a cable network. Like in 2000, no like no so so many seasons of the bachelor if they'd had drag queens on like that would have been insane so like i just am is it part of me is like oh my god progress and part of me like are we just trying to like woke right wash ourselves you do you know? know what other bachelorette season drag queens were on 
Which one? Hannah B's. Oh, oh. Becca, I listened to the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast this morning while I was running, and Becca um, Kufrin said that she really wanted a drag queen date for her season because apparently at the beginning of like when they're casting people, they ask you what kind of dates you would want. And she said she would love a drag queen date, but then she didn't get it, but Hannah B got it. Um, I feel like so. progress is being shown, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was so. And then they have them, well, like you get the drag queens come in and they're like opening speech just like throw shade and like they're like using all this like slang that comes from right black queer communities and then they had them roast each other which like obviously drag queens do like mm-hmm. these roasts and like they're funny right. wording and like that's very much part of it but there's also like so much else about it and so I was like it's interesting that they decided to do this and then they've also they've also in some ways just had these black drag queens just like literally be a stereotype yeah you know um, and of course, I feel like part of it is drag queens are stereo, like they are enacting a very, right. I, I just felt like usually with these things, I feel like I can get a handle on like how I think about it in terms quickly. of the show. Yeah. Like quickly, like I mm-hmm. can be like, oh, that's interesting that they've decided to have Matt James on the bachelor and have him pray in the first episode. Like, right. Like, boom, boom, boom. I can make those connections like mm-hmm. Christianity done. But like with this one, it was the old, the first, one of the first times when I've been watching the show and I haven't been able to understand politics of something Mm -hmm. or like understand what I feel like the franchise is trying to do Mm -hmm. I think what I'm settling on is more of what we're seeing where the bachelorette is trying really hard with this season especially and we talked about this last so like to be woke like to seem Mm -hmm. like they're making progress and like but then I'm like can I just can't tell if I think they're making progress or they're just trying to seem like they're making progress or they're putting a label on it yeah Yeah, because it's like oh now we had black like drag queens on but it's like okay are we gonna show some black love stories you know like right. are we gonna show some queer love stories or are we just gonna like have them be props on mm-hmm. a date um but otherwise i actually really like the segment and yeah the cut scene at the very end yes scrolling the credits i feel like not enough people caught this like the drag queens made a joke about stagecoach they so did funny. it's so um, funny and stagecoach is like this music festival that like, I'm pretty sure only people from bachelor nation go to. Right. That's the only people supplying the money to stagecoach and Blake, like from Becca's season. Yeah. And like went to stagecoach and hooked up with like half of bachelor nation and then saw them all at bachelor in paradise. So one of the drag queens, like at the very end, like made some joke about Mm -hmm. your friends at stagecoach. And I was like, that is so (laughs) funny. Right. And like completely underrated. Yeah. And you can tell that person knows what knows their stuff right <laughs> oh my gosh um so that the day other yeah thing I had from that date that I wrote down was when Greg started to read his poem mm-hmm. Katie looked like giddy like her <laughs> the expression she made looked exactly like when a girl and her middle school crush like interact mm-hmm. and the crush is like oh are you in my math class and she's like Gee! you know like, <laughs> I, like I literally was like, I'm watching a seventh grader like she, in the best way. And at the end, in that Ed segment as well, she said to the drag queens, Greg was the best kisser. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg, I know I'm not taking negative comments. Greg is going to break this woman's heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For I, sure. We can see it coming. But, but I don't think he goes on paradise. I don't think he does. No. Um, um, I actually don't know that we see him again in Bachelor Nation. Part of me, me is like. Either. He might have gained enough exposure to like do what he wants to do if he wants yeah, to move on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't not that I'm taking, I'm not taking any of, I'm, we're positive vibes here about Greg Grippo. <laughs> I actually think, well, 
Katie brings up, I think she's nervous when they talk one-on-one because mm-hmm. um, she always says like, oh, you didn't seem like you were having fun or that. And he's like, why didn't you think I was having fun? Like she is the one who's always asking questions, yeah. which is interesting. Someone on TikTok, I think it was, said something like, Katie is chasing Greg and Greg's not chasing Katie. Yeah. And I was it's like, like actually makes a lot of sense to me. His words are chasing her, but physically he does not seem to be. No. Yeah. Yeah. His what he's saying is correct. Saying like two different things. Yeah. But he, what did she say? He, she, Katie told him he has resting sad face, which yeah. I agree with. Yeah. And like, maybe he really does, but you're right. Like, it feels like she's almost trying to get him to prove to her that he really does mm-hmm. feel the way that he says he feels. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and it's not really that he actually feels that way. Like, I don't know if he actually yeah. feels that way. Or if he's just trying to stay, but he also doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would like, he doesn't seem to be making things up, you know? No. Even though people think he is. I just think he's not. He genuinely just seems to me like he's just not ready to be married. He is just too young, doesn't know what he's doing, like not ready to be married kind of vibes is what I get from him. Man, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Another thing from this date that, or this episode that like, killed me is when hunter announces he's in the top four to to greg Greg, and greg's like uh they're sitting under blankets and greg once again (laughs) greg once again like stares at the camera he's like uh it's so funny he's like absolutely bewildering like has no idea how to handle that it's so funny and then you have james brendan and aaron who are sitting in the room and they're like look at this little trickster. He's on the bachelorette forums. He's reading this. He's doing, he's a super fan. Like these macho men are in the other room talking about Hunter. And like, you've got uh, what you've got Brendan with his Canadian accent. He said a, a couple times during that conversation, <laughs> you've got James with his Boston accent. And then you just have Aaron who's loud. And they're all and like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm going to miss my guy, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> he's going on paradise. I need to see him organizing the unionization efforts. Right. Again. <laughs> he seems like he has good like leadership abilities. We need to get Aaron out there, like working on some labor unions. Like we need I to know. get him to the Amazon workers in yeah. the South. Like we got to get him out there. That man Come can on. unionize. <laughs> he could stop Jeff Bezos from going to space. He is a labor organizer. <laughs> Comrade Aaron. And he enlisted Mike P a couple weeks ago to break he the did. news to katie about the union mike p i think is getting a one-on-one next yeah week. mike he's definitely he's going home. home but he's getting a one-on-one <laughs> <laughs> totally i completely agree <laughs> um so that was the bachelorette i don't know that anything else went down that i felt like was important hunter went yeah. home i katie we said this on our instagram story katie i really i do want to issue a formal apology we're sorry we really thought you were going to pick hunter for the final rose that being said who is brendan just like no, we haven't seen you talk to him about him. You've met him twice. Yeah. But I really was genuinely like, Oh, she's picks Hunter. Like everyone I know, we were saying like, he's gonna Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. Um, bachelor in paradise. So we just talked about it a little bit, but the four new guys, all the four, four guys who left last night, except Hunter. Hunter Yeah. So Aaron, Connor B, James and Trey and Trey. I have to complain. Okay. Why did they say five surprise exits? Bitch, and then I it don't. was one surprise exit and four people who just didn't get a rose. My that's audible reaction to that, I literally that's, went, bitch. <laughs> no, literally. I was like, that's not a surprise. That's how the show works. It meant like, it. Yeah. I don't go to a restaurant. And I'm like, oh my God, a surprise meal. 
No, no. like I, I showed up to the restaurant for a meal. Also like, because it's not a surprise that Aaron James or Trey left. No, exactly. It's like, <laughs> okay. Like that's yeah. how the show works. We eliminate people who we don't talk to. No. And those like, that would be three of them. <laughs> it was like the teaser was just explaining the concept of the bachelorette. <laughs> like, oh my that's gosh. That's how the show works. Yeah, that pissed me off. I guess it was a shock. It wasn't really a shock that Connor left either because I guess he was the one shock. Yeah. And even that, that, I mean, that was, and it was a surprise exit in that like he went on a date and didn't come back, but like. He got Jasoned, I'll say. He got Jasoned. When does Bachelor, is this the end? Are we expecting more from this season, do we think? Or is this our first cycle? Who do we think, who is left that we think might go on if they get voted off? Paradise. I don't know. Michael A, no. No. Greg, I don't think would go I don't on think it. so. I think Andrew Blake. might. Oh, Blake, absolutely. I think Blake Hunter totally might. go on it. Hunter might come on. I think they'll announce that Hunter's going yeah. on it. Yeah, he um, is though, isn't he? I feel like I saw him dressed No, there were Paradise. only the four of them. Oh, Everyone who's good. there. Trey's the only one who I was kind of like, oh, okay. He'll be good on it. Um, And Katie had a really nice tweet about Trey. She did, yes. She also had a good conversation um about um oh my gosh wait sorry you're getting this in real time what happened john paul jones is releasing a podcast oh my god jibber jabber with jpj (gasps) that's so funny that's a good name maybe he can be on the podcast yeah we'll have to collab with him (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny i think hunter go i totally think hunter will go i just kind of assumed he would i think he will too um that it hasn't I could see Justin and Andrew going. I can't see Greg or Michael. I could see Brendan. Yeah. I yeah. can't see Mike P. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they want um, one of the shows we mentioned them last week with Wit and Rye that we watch on mm-hmm. um, YouTube. YouTube. They really want Mike P and Maddie P to end up together. Yeah. <laughs> and so if at Maddie P's goes, I think that would make sense. I do think she's with Connor. Um, um so yeah, I think that'll be a good cast. With the addition of those four guys, I feel better. Better because the original exactly <laughs> the, like the original cast was like. Mm. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting? And tell me if I'm wrong. The men from Katie's season, nobody. The first round of casting that they did, no one. They will not know the men from Katie's season because they would have been on Bachelor in Paradise when Katie's season was happening. Am I wrong? Are these random? Are these random men to these women and men? Or do they show them it? (laughs) I know. Are Katie's men? Are that's my question. Are Katie's men unknown coming in? Interesting. But they've done this before, so why would that suddenly be true? Because Because her season season? premiered later. Her season didn't premiere till June. Normally premieres like mid-May, early May. Yeah. And I think they. I guess film maybe. Bachelor in Paradise in June. I would love that. I think that adds an element. Yeah, it totally adds an element. We don't know if that's true or not, but if it is, that you heard it here first. But you're right, because you were saying that like Joe, who's on that podcast with Tasha, had been gone. He's been gone for a while. Podcast. Like the only thing I can think is they make them watch yeah. the episodes. <laughs> right. Or they, <laughs> they like make show them settle the- <laughs> in at Bachelor in Paradise and watch. <laughs> Honestly, if you're on the show, you probably would want to. Hunter's down yeah. there, like he's got his Ugh. He's on his forums. God, uh, his forums. Um, the way so they were talking about it, I was like, "All right, guys." <laughs> well, he's a show watcher. Yeah. All right. So Emmy nominations. 
Yeah, so diverting completely from reality yeah, television, we have good TV. Let's get some let's and the Emmy fun. nominations. <laughs> I have it all pulled up. So anyone that stood out to you? So MJ Rodriguez made history as the first trans woman to be nominated as um, actress in a drama series. Wow. Well, Pose yes. is Pose is nominated for stuff. I have seen. That's I've had what to watch. MJ Rodriguez is nominated for. Right? Yes. Pose? Yes. It's so good. It is incredible. Like, uh, Billy Porter is also nominated. Oh, awesome. He, incredible. <laughs> that show is genuinely so good. It's like, I honestly don't even watch it that often because I want to take it in. Mm-hmm. And so often I feel like I'm distracted by watch TV that pose. I'm like, I need to be like in a mood right. where I'm sit there and really watch because it's so good. I can't like just leave it on. You know, that's how I feel about the crown. Incredibly mm-hmm. different program, but, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> that was also nominated. What is um, Lovecraft County? I and It's voice. on HBO. Mm. Bridgerton's up for outstanding drama. So Emily in Paris is up for outstanding comedy. Oh my god. Right? Well, Bridgerton's did the, I'm did sorry, the not that good. I thought it was good. I it didn't get good till the end in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, so let's read I'll read off outstanding drama series to me. You know, drama like series the drama series nominees are The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown. The Boys. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm. Um The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us a medley of shows yeah. if i do say so well, myself well i hope this is us doesn't win i hope bridgerton doesn't win do you watch this is us i watched the first season mm, i watch it i don't love shows like that that are like saccharine like there's like overly what? emotional and like mm. oh my god we don't all need to cry like we don't cry <laughs> that much in our life please <laughs> hey um, speak for yourself Outstanding comedy series. <laughs> we get Blackish, Cobra Kai, Pen 15, Emily in Paris, Hacks, Ted Lasso, The Flight Attendant, and The Kaminsky Method. I really want to watch The Flight Attendant and Ted Lasso. I heard The Flight Attendant was really good. What is Hacks? Hacks is another HBO show. So mm. it's actually supposed to be really good. It's one of those ones that you would only know about if you know TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why it's nominated for an Emmy, but it's supposed to be yeah. really good. I'm surprised you know, Blackish is still on here. I know. Well, that's like William H. Macy from Shameless. I love Shameless. Um, he's nominated for Best Actor in Comedy Series, and I think it's because it's their final season. But Shameless mm-hmm. used to be like Modern Family and Blackish, where it was like always nominated. Always on there, yeah. But I then it, yeah, Blackish has the kind fact of surpassed that Emily in Paris is on here is infuriating. Hilarious. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess but yeah, I don't understand it at all. Like, I'm just not over their golden shows. I'm just not over their Golden Globe scandal. So I don't really, yeah. I think we talked about that on the podcast. I'm just shocked they even, okay, wow. Yeah. Um, um, and then limited series. What's Perry Mason? It's, Perry Mason is a remake of a legal show that mm. was around decades ago. Um, it's really cool that MJ Rodriguez, and MJ Rodriguez mm-hmm. is fantastic in that show. Yeah. So, and I love Emma Corrin, who's nominated for The Crown. I love it. Josh O'Connor. And I'm glad <laughs> Renee Jean Page, Reggie John Page. Reggae? Reggae Jean Page? Is that how you say it? I think so. Um, I'm happy he's nominated because that means he'll be there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the he's world beautiful. deserves that. We deserve um, to see that. <laughs> he looks kind of like Andrew, which is why I think Andrew does the British accent on The Bachelorette. But <laughs> he does look kind of like Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's like us, like they could be twin brothers, but and they're fraternal. And like Andrew's the sporty one. Mm-hmm. And Reggie is the. Um, <laughs> we the, just play like, football. Nerdy one. Um, okay. Handmaid's Tale. Which, so tell me what category you're in. So we have some sort of. I'm looking at supporting actor. Now. Supporting. Okay. Supporting so in actor. a drama series. 
in a drama series. Okay. So we have the Mandalorian, the Handmaid's Tale. We have a lot of Handmaid's Tale. A lot of Handmaid's Tale, a lot of Mandalorian. Bradley Whitford, West Wing, West Wing. I love that. I literally love that man. (laughs) I think sometimes the Emmys, it's like, there's so many TV shows. Literally. So there's times when I'm like, oh, okay. So the three of the best actors in every TV show this entire year came from the same show. Right. And then also like that was supporting actor and two of the best actors and two of back to actresses. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm like, okay. Uh, There's gotta be, we gotta be looking farther, but it's almost like there's too much TV now for them to, to look like, to look further. I think you also kind of have to, you know how shows will do like for your consideration posters and posts and stuff. I wonder if some shows just don't have the budget yet or they're on too small of a platform or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Let's talk about, I really want to talk about the limited series category because I've seen a lot of the limited series. No, I haven't. No, I have. I've seen over half of them. Um, Mayor of Easttown, I May Destroy You. I heard I May Destroy You was excellent, but it's on a streaming service I don't get. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. That's, That's the one of the, the two one I haven't with, seen. Um, Michaela Cole. It's supposed to be yes. So good. It's supposed to be really good. What is it on? Professors. Eight. Is it, is it on HBO? Is it on? I don't know. It's something I don't. You have, have my HBO if you want. I it. have your HBO. <laughs> so I can watch it. I don't know what um, I may destroy is, but that's actually been on my list for a long time. Maybe this will be like the kick yeah. in the butt that I need so, to actually watch it. The limited series is fascinating to me because we have Wandavision. Mayor of Easttown, I May Destroy You, The Underground Railroad, and The Queen's Gambit, which are all, may, at least four, are female-led shows. Yeah. Which the I Queen's think is Gambit, great. I genuinely was an excellent show. It was very well done. Like, I think for some people it was like, I know you thought it was a little boring, which yeah. is fair. I agree. But <laughs> having read the book, it's a, an incredible representation yeah. of the book, but also just like, I watched one of those like behind-the-scenes things and like, the cinematography, like the costuming, mm-hmm. like they really thought it through. Like they weren't yeah. fucking around when they made that show. Yeah. I'm sure they did that for the other ones. I also think, I think Mayor of Easttown will win now. Just Mayor of like, Easttown, you was. didn't watch it, did you? Mm-mm. That's a show I never would have watched and I did and it was incredible. Yeah, I've heard it's like really, really yeah. so good. It's like hard to watch at points, but Kate Winslet is yeah. amazing. I've heard it's like genuinely excellent. Yeah, um, um, I think it's not often, especially in today's day and age, that like you get people, you get such a huge faction of people who are excited to watch it when it's airing. Right. Like people were like, "It's Sunday night. I need to go watch Mary mm-hmm. Easttown." Exactly. Which you don't get a lot, even with shows that do release on a weekly yeah. schedule now, because everyone's like, "Oh, I can catch it tomorrow." Yeah, exactly. That's like that's what I think streaming is so interesting because I mean we hear about it all the time, but you know that show Manifest that was on NBC. It's about the the flight that they land and it's five years in the future um no but i believe you okay it was a show on nbc and they just got canceled but the three seasons of it got put on netflix and it is there has been a resurgence i never watched it but i used to see promos for it because i would watch Grey's anatomy and Mm -hmm. stuff on nbc or no i don't know what channel it's on then i don't know i would watch something on nbc and um it would be on there and um, but now it's on Netflix and like I keep getting TikToks about it and there's articles about how fans want the show to be saved, but they're fans of the show only because of Netflix. I just think it's crazy how, str- I mean, yeah. streaming, that's obviously what streaming is supposed to do, but. Yes, things either hit. Or, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean just because they don't hit when they're premiering, they won't go on streaming right. and do excellently. Exactly. That's the thing. That's what Cobra Kai did. It was on YouTube TV and then they put it on Netflix and now it's nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> 
outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie. Um, notable that Hugh Grant, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Leslie Odom Jr. and Ewan McGregor and Paul yeah. Bettany, but I don't know who that guy is. All in the same category. Paul Bettany's from WandaVision. Really excited to see Hugh Grant there. I would love him to win because I yes. love that man. Does he have an award? I feel like Hugh Grant doesn't have... Um, Hugh Grant has a bit of a messed up past as an actor, so I have a feeling he might not have been nominated for stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, good. Michaela Cole, who's from I May Destroy yeah. You, is nominated. That's a t- the category for Outstanding Lead Actress in a limited series or movie. Mm-hmm. Kate Winslet, Mayor of Easttown, Michaela Cole, I May Destroy You, and Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision, and Cynthia Erivo in Genius Aretha. It's a good category. <laughs> glad I'm not in that. Like, <laughs> I am not competing for that. that right? Is, like, I who's going to win? Genuinely, as I was reading on the list, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love for... Mm, yeah, they could. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, every one of those people is excellent and could win. And oh my gosh. I would be happy with any of them. Yeah. Um, oh, Philippa Sue and Renee Elise Goldsbury are nominated. Right. For I had no idea Hamilton was up. I guess yeah. because it came out July 3rd last year. And I wonder if voting ends like July 1st. Yeah. It's like, yes, that makes sense. So it's crazy though. That's exciting though. Yeah. And Moses Ingram from the Queen's Gambit, but I just don't know who in the Queen's Gambit, like who that I was. I believe that is her friend from the orphanage. Oh, yes, yes. Um, whose name is now currently escaping me. Moses Ingram. Oh, you meant yeah. on the show. Yeah, the show. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Anna, I think um, you're reading the article. Not suffering from short term memory loss. Um, um, she's from Baltimore. Oh, really? Yes. And Jolene, I like that. Her name is Jolene. She's from Baltimore. All right. We're, we're rooting for her, guys. Yeah. Um, we root for anyone from Baltimore. In this, exactly. On this podcast, if they're from Baltimore, like, they're automatically like 17,000 times better than we already thought they were. Do you know who else is from Baltimore? Who? Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Oh, I didn't know that. She went to Roland Park or she oh lived God. in Roland Park. I didn't know that. I knew Cristiano Siriano, Christian, Christian Siriano, <laughs> Christian oh, Siriano, the, the designer. Designer, he's on, yeah. He's now on. Um, there we go. He took over for Tim Gum on whatever that show is called. Oh, Project Runway. Project Runway. Oh, um, Anthony Ramos is nominated for Hamilton. Love him. Oh, that means yeah, we'll see J. him J. and V Diggs and Jonathan Groff and Leslie Adam Jr. and. So it's going to be like a Hamilton original cast reunion. It will. I wonder if they're going to win. I feel like Mary Beeston's going to win all of this perform. though. At the Emmys, unheard don't they, of. Don't they do performances at the Emmys? Sometimes, I feel like they might. Sometimes this is gonna geek out so hard. Um, sometimes I Google award show intros on YouTube, and I will watch. <laughs> do we know who's hosting? Have they announced yet? Uh, Cedric the Entertainer from CBS. Oh, speaking of, completely unrelated. But I was gonna say, what do you know about Cedric the Entertainer? <laughs> Caitlin Bristow and Taisha are hosting Michelle's season. Of the Bachelor. Oh, really? I read that somewhere. Yeah. Amazing. I I like them. I think they good. I read that good advice. Steve leaked that, and Twitter oh, okay. like suggested it to me. I don't follow Reality Steve, and it was like no. suggested tweets like The Bachelorette. But I saw that, and I feel like because the people have been loving them, and I mm-hmm. I saw a tweet about this, and I think it's so right. Having the women there to be like a sounding board is so great. Yes. Like they seem like they have a genuine friendship with Katie in a way that yes. she's really been able to like communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting was that I was like happy to see was Dan Levy being nominated for his guest appearance on oh, yes, yes. Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so the all, SNL people are always nominated, but do you know the difference between the cast and the featured players? No. 
So if, oh, cause you don't really watch this now. So a featured player is someone who I believe you have to be there for two seasons. And if you do well in your first two seasons, then you're allowed to become like a full cast member. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bowen Yang is currently in, or I don't know, Bowen Yang is still a featured player. For some reason, I thought he'd been there longer than two years, but he's the first featured player to ever be nominated for an Emmy because oh, normally cool. you, normally you're like more into the show yeah. when you're nominated, like Kate McKinnon and all that stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, and he's um, queer and Asian. So, <laughs> and a black lady sketch show is up against Saturday Night Live. I mean, like they're the only two people in the category for outstanding variety sketch series. And SNL's gonna win. Like it always. I know. Is. Like part of me is like, I want a black lady sketch show to win. Right. Like, that would be fun. Right. <laughs> um. um oh wait. Speaking of SNL, a bit of a topic diversion. Colin Just and Scarlett Johansson are rumored to be having a baby. Oh. Yes. Dumb. They're together. Always like. Like I, every time I relearn that fact, I'm like, right? Like, did you know she has a six year old daughter? She does. I learned that like a month ago. Oh man, that's cool. She was married. I guess she was married a couple years ago and has a six year old daughter. But yeah, because Dumois released something that said an A list celebrity is keeping her pregnancy private, and people thought that it might have been Olivia Munn. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to be like, who was thinking Olivia Munn is an A list celebrity? But um, (laughs) no. Um, also speaking of Olivia's Jason Sudeikis broke his silence on Olivia Wilde leaving him for Harry Styles and he said maybe he'll understand it in a year but not right now <gasps> so like he confirmed yeah homeboy confirmed <laughs> um I also think uh just real quickly back to the Emmys I'm Queer so sorry guys were nominated for host of a reality oh. competition show well and... are they making another season I don't know <laughs> um but yeah that's a it's a good it's a good set. I'm so excited for the return of what seems to be an almost entirely like normal reality show or award, award show. show. Right. Um, and a great cast of characters. Like I'm excited to see all those right. people on the red carpet. Do you know what I would love? So Jason Stakes is nominated for Ted Lasso. If he showed up in person in a sweatshirt, like he had to the virtual ceremonies. <laughs> like yeah. he won the golden globes in a tie-dye sweatshirt and people thought oh, he was yeah. high so i really just hope he shows up in like a sweatsuit to them yeah he's like hey guys I'm, <laughs> I'm back yeah it'll be interesting to see if like pandemic stuff has influenced people's clothing because like it mm-hmm. definitely did when it was online but like obviously yeah. so it'll be interesting to see if like people are more casual or like go all out as a result or right something. um i'm sad that the Shit's creek cast Will not all be there. Dan Levy will be there. Yeah. Maybe he'll bring his dad or something. <laughs> I know. Or his sister. Um, also speaking of the Shits Creek cast, this is not nominated for an Emmy because it just came out in like May or June. The new show on AMC with Annie Murphy, who played Alexis on Shits Creek. Oh, Kevin, um, can fuck Kevin can fuck himself. I watched the first two episodes and I was enthralled. Interesting. My dad and I were talking about this this morning and he was like, Have you heard anything about it? And I read a lot of like mediocre reviews. Oh, really? So it's interesting that you like it. I read the, I watched the first episodes. My mom watched all four that have come out. And my mom said like the, I don't know how to explain the way she described it without giving it away, but the show like made sense to her. The message the show is trying to send. Mm -hmm. She said she got in the third episode and it made the show a lot better. Interesting. So I guess if you watch it, we can talk about it. But I'll watch it. We can talk about it. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's everything we have. And I think that's everything we've really hopped around in the past five minutes, but I just love a really good sign off. We still are we having do. trouble with this. What did we say the last time? We said time? something last time that I thought was clever, but I don't remember we'll what have it to go was. Back and listen. We were like, oh, Harry. It was something about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and the yacht picks. Oh, we said that? We said, we were like, <laughs> Harry, like, get yourself together or something. Oh, yeah. We were like, get it together. Okay. Get it. Rat one, <laughs> two, two three. three.
get, get it together. together. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>